Welcome to Wit and Wisdom, where you'll find unique perspectives on life, friendships, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm your host, Tom Green, and I'll be your guide. If you're listening to us for the first time, be sure to follow us on one of your favorite podcast platforms to be sure that you never miss a future episode. Now, let's jump into this week's episode entitled, Why Fear and Faith Are Permanent Emotions. You know, as a writer, I often wonder if I'll ever run out of inspiration or ideas. There are times when literally I think, maybe I've had my last thought. Maybe I've had my last inspiration. And then there are other times when the words just flow out. They appear on the screen. I don't know where they come from, but they flow more easily than ever before. This is one of those times. A few years ago, I read the book Into Thin Air by Jonathan Krakauer. It was one of the best books I've ever read. It was about a group of men who attempted to climb Mount Everest, many of whom died. I don't know about you, but ever since reading that book and watching the movie, I've been inspired by Mount Everest. As you probably know, Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the world. For approximately $150,000 and about 24 months of training, there are professional people who will take you up the mountain safely. These days, the mountain is littered with millionaires and billionaires, people with enough spare time, and of course, $150,000 cash to go climb a mountain. But you've probably also heard that the mountain is littered with dead bodies, people who attempted to make the challenge but didn't quite finish. Their bodies are forever entrenched in the snow and will likely never be removed. See, if you're going to spend all that time and money trying to get to the top of the world, there's something that you'll need to know. Most people die on the way down, not up. But why? See, the simple truth about Everest, and about our goals in general, is that getting to the top of Mount Everest is only half the trip. You don't think about it very often, but the other half of the trip is coming down the other side. And as it turns out, that side of the mountain is much more deadly. I guess nobody really thinks about what it'll feel like to come down the mountain, because most people think that summiting Mount Everest is the goal. It's not. The goal is to make it home alive. That's why people die. Since it's just you and me having a conversation, I'll go ahead and admit it. If I had a good friend that was willing to pay my way and willing to train with me, I'd do it. Back in 2008, my friend Pat McGill and I ran the New York Marathon together. I have to admit it, if Pat called me tomorrow and said he'd spot me the 150 grand and wanted to go climb Mount Everest with me, I'd be in. See, I love big, hairy, audacious goals, but those kind of goals can be a curse. Take, for example, people that win the lottery. They, like you and me, have always dreamed of being rich. They've always wanted to walk into a crowded room like a total baller, to watch the crowd part like the Red Sea, to be worshipped by total strangers, to have people snapping selfies with you like Jesus Christ himself wandered in off the street to ask for directions. That desire for notoriety, and more importantly, for attention, is more prevalent in the younger generation today. Take, for example, the Gen Z kids. It was born between 1997 and 2012. What do today's kids think will lead to a lifetime of happiness? Yep, 
being famous. Today, 23% of all Gen Z think that being famous would lead to a lifetime of happiness. As if somehow being famous would bring a lifetime of happiness and bliss. As if being famous would finally squelch all the fear and doubt they've carried since they were 11 years old. As if being famous would truly give their life meaning and purpose. It won't. Most famous people end up in rehab wondering if their kids enjoyed Christmas last year. Just take Elon Musk. His net worth is close to $250 billion. If I had his money, I'd burn mine. But here's something you might not know about Elon Musk. Back in 2022, Elon's daughter, at age 18, changed her last name. In court filings, she stated, I no longer want to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Ouch. Now let's agree that Elon's daughter was 18, and she might come to regret that statement when she's working a double shift at Starbucks making caramel macchiatos for rich people in Newport Beach. And her nine brothers and sisters are posting Instagram photos with Elon off the Amalfi Coast. But I digress. Let's get back to the story about Everest. See, the point of the story about Everest is that we often see life's milestones as the proverbial summit. Think graduating from college, getting married, or getting that big promotion at work. But here's the thing. Reaching those milestones is only half the journey. Reaching those milestones is the beginning of the trek down Mount Everest. It's the proverbial starter's pistol to a new career, raising a family, or working harder than ever to prove that you deserve that promotion. That's why I often wonder if filthy rich people are really any happier than you and me. It's often the filthy rich that say that money isn't everything. That might be so, but I think I'm willing to give it a try. Especially on a Monday morning at 7 a.m. at the world's busiest airport. I'm certain that I'd be happier on a private jet, sipping a caramel macchiato, as my flight attendant asks. But it's not surprising that most people do think that being rich and famous will make them happy. A lifetime of eternal bliss. An opportunity to finally enjoy the good life. The problem with being rich and famous is that it's still you. It's still you with all your doubts and fears, your regrets, and your insecurities. It's still you. You're just riding on a private jet like Elon Musk. But at 41,000 feet, Elon Musk is still wondering where he went wrong with... Now don't get me wrong. Reaching your goals is cool, whether it includes wealth or not. Either way, it doesn't change you very much. It doesn't make you less afraid of cancer or less afraid of drowning or snakes or darkness or ghosts. Reaching your goals doesn't make you less afraid of carny, you know, circus folk with small hands, or less afraid of nuclear war. Special credit there to Austin Powers. It simply illuminates the things that already keep you awake at night, your fear and your faith. Whatever brought you to your knees will still bring you to your knees, one way or another. Otherwise, why did Elon Musk buy Twitter? Why does Taylor Swift keep recording and touring like she's broke and unloved by millions around the world? Why is Donald Trump running for office again? And why in the world does anybody climb Mount Everest more than once? See, the goal in life isn't to be rich. It isn't to be famous. 
It isn't to part the room like the Red Sea. The goal is to create beautiful memories of a well-lived life with the people you love. That's the goal. The goal is to get down the mountain alive. You've been listening to Wit and Wisdom with Tom Green. If this is your first time visiting and listening, we hope you'll come back. In the meantime, make sure you follow Wit and Wisdom on all major podcast platforms. And if you haven't already, visit my website at tomgreenwithane.com where you can sign up for great bi-weekly articles just like this one. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the greatest compliment you can offer me is to share it with a friend. Last month, we added more than 2,000 subscribers, most of which came to us by way of great people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, until next time, nothing beats nice.